You're listening to a DM podcast. G'day guys, welcome to Talking League. We're up to the South Sydney Rabbitohs 2022 NRL Fantasy Preview. A third place finish in 2021, which also included them making the grand final. 2022 gains, they gain Isaiah Tuss, Michael Cheekams and Harvey from the Raiders. And they lose Adam Reynolds, Brayden Burns, Jaden Sewer, Benji Marshall, Dane Gagai, Patrick Mago, Joshua Cook, Rod Gartner, Troy Dargan, Stephen Masters, Toto Moga and also Wayne Bennett. But Andy, you're always quality in this team, mate. Always quality, but Jesus, I'm really keen to see how they go without Reynolds. He was their star half for so long. It's it was them. It was their sort of their makeup, you know. Like he actually had a full, a pretty good season without injury last year as well. When they decided to go, all right, that's it. So yeah, really keen to see how they go. I think I think they're still that good of a team that they'll be in top eight, yeah. like around the top six sort of scenario because the coach is that good. Um, but yeah, really interested to see this young gun coming in and replacing him. So yeah, speaking of coaches, Corbs, Wayne Bennett no longer there, mates. Do you see a bit of an impact there? Like Andy's just put him outside the top four now. I probably see him similar. They're probably the window might have shut on him. What are you? What are you thinking? Hey, yeah, they'll find it hard. Reynolds was gun. I can't wait for round one against the Broncos. Well, yeah, I know. How good up that? against. Up against the rabbits, I don't know what night they've chosen if they've even released that yet. But I think it's Friday. That it's will Broncos. Be... It's Friday night for sure. Come on, yeah, true. <laughs> what do I ask? <laughs> that will be the game of the round. I think I'll I'll be cheering on the Broncos against the Bunnies for letting Reynolds go. Reynolds be I can Reynolds will have an absolute motza game. But TK, getting back to your question, I, I've got them about the seventh predicted, mm. but they'll still be decent and still beat a couple of the top teams. I just want, and I'll talk about it in the studs, Latrell. I just want him to go to that next level. Speaking of Latrell, it's going to be a rough start without him. You know, that that really for the first 10 games, they play four of the top eight. But that first four games, especially if they lose that Broncos game away, they've got the Storm away, the Roosters home, Panthers away. Yeah, They'll smash the Dragons in the next one. So they'll go from zero to four to one, one and four. But... Still, that first four games, especially with it, I think the Trolls suspended first two games. Two games, yeah. So you're back to third. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, but yeah, good luck to them. But boys, let's rip in. How good is this bloke? And Corbs, I'll let you start because you're all over Latrell. Talk to me about him because he comes in, what, at a price of 671k and a break even of 54, but really, really became an elite fullback last year. Another good matchup, actually, speaking of Latrell, is that Roosters won again round three. Him and Joey Manu, that was quite a a game towards the end. I don't think Radley would have forgotten it. So well, that's another one just to pencil in the book. Latrell, yeah, it is a narrative. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> I put the book. 52. Would have uh, adjusted average of around this, maybe high with the goal kicking because he should get the goal kicking, yeah? Mm. Which with is the new an rules additional play, eight points. Yeah. That should sort of sit him 55-ish, maybe a bit more with the Rabbitohs if they tend to score, but opening rounds will hurt them. Now, he was injured at the end of 2021. So I think he started to prove again last year uh, the doubt is wrong and he started to look very comfortable in that number one jersey. And he almost lost that 
lazy tag that he got in that first year, but he mm. did go from centre to fullback where the kilometres in your legs drastically increase. If you can improve those low fantasy games, these are the, this are the things that turns me off him and Ponga probably also in this category. Five games in 2021 where he went below 40. You just If you're paying that price and go on the big wing of fullback, you want them to, their floor to be around that 50. If he can be someone you can seriously consider in the one jersey to sort of joust with, uh, who, who else have we got there? The Pappy, around Teddy. Th- yeah, they're around that price, yeah. yeah, Paps. He could easily do it if he's got the goal kicking as well. And, and we know that he's got those big scores on him. He is a bit of a flat back uh, track bully when it comes to the the, it's the first time team. we've said that this year. <laughs> but I, I want his floor to be around the 45 score. I reckon I'll take 45. 50 would be great. See how he goes when he comes back around three and four. He should be chomping at the bit after the way he left last year. Yeah. Andy? Well, that's, I, I, do, I am high on him because his last five game average is 65 fantasy points. Yeah. He absolutely killed it. And the other thing he's got in his favour is the fact that Reynolds is gone. So they've got a young half now. So Latrell and Cody really need to step up. You know, they really need to sort of take this guy under his wing and take a bit of the pressure off him and do a lot of the work themselves. So the only things against him, though, is coming back, he's playing the Roosters into the Panthers. So Roosters, he had two scores of 44 and 66 when he scored two tries. So two tries boosts him up a bit. But the worry I'm worried about is against the Panthers, 32 and 30. Mm. So, like, that defence against the Panthers, they, they, they yeah. just really nullified him. So, he's one player I'm not looking at to pick up straight away, especially with the two games off the off the rank. So, I'd say maybe, you know, it's have those two, let him play the Roosters, let him play Panthers, and then see what his price is out there. Because if it drops down a bit, you sort of laugh and you can get him in a steal. Yeah, it's having a look at all the Souths guys. I think they're the best people to pick up post-Origin because it just mm. seems that... Just their training staff actually peaked them post. And one of my mates at works down at South's actually said that. But with Luttrell, what I really liked, and you mentioned it before, Corbs, is him adjusting to fullback play. And he picked up 40 metres, an extra 40 metres per game last year as a fullback. 141 metres gained compared to 106 in 2020. So he's getting that fitness. He's learning the position a little bit better. And I think he's got more, more improvement. I'm going to write a narrative. I think with his big kicking game, I reckon we're going to get added a little bit of general play kicking from him next year. That makes sense, you know, taking that pressure off Ilias and, uh, and and Cody. Not huge. I'm not saying he's going to be kicking 250 or anything like that. But, but do you, do you just think- a little bit, just a little bit of a 50 to 100, just to, just to take a little bit of pressure off. An alternate kicker, especially when they're down their own end. I think the cheeky three points, <laughs> mate. Do you think that's all you need? Do you think that Bennett, you know, coming home strong all the time with the South? Do you think with Jason Demetrio, his coaching style might be different, so they don't sort of they change their sort of um, their, their style a bit? Or? No, the, the, what I spoke to my mate about was see, Wayne Bennett was always the man manager. The tactician was always Jason Demetrio, so they uh, okay. they won't they won't change the way they play. Because they always were playing the way Jason Demetrio wanted them to play. So you'll see, probably see the same thing. And what I really like, and he had an, an interview in the telly last week, Demetrio, which he pretty much said that Ilias would be the, the number seven. But when you think about the skills that Adam Reynolds does really well, he digs deep into the, into the line and he kicks really well. But in terms of the play caller, the play caller is Cody. He calls every single play out there. And he he's the one that takes... You have a look at the try assists for Adam. You're not replacing any try assists at all 
Like he averaged last year, I think it was a point two of a try assist or something. Just his game management skills. It's just him kicking to corners, getting mm. him into the perfect spots, and then him getting the distribution out to Cody. I don't think that changes much at all. I'm still pretty high on on South Sydney. I don't think it changes that much. And that post-origin stuff between Cookie, Cody, even though Cody didn't play, he just stepped himself up after origin, Cam Murray, and also Latrell. So I'm still pretty high, especially in the back end of this season. I'm, I'm real high on Cook. Let's talk about Cook, Corbs, because we're tossing him up between him and Harry Grant. Yeah, it's a juggling act. Cook has been in my team. Uh, as you know, 80-minute hooker. He'll get you that 60 points. He's a great C, VC option, uh, and he's playing round one. Harry Grant isn't. Does he get more hands-on without Reynolds? Do the Bunnies play a more ruck-focused attack? And finally, how long have we talked about it? Cook, these new rules, he's going to dominate. <laughs> it's a flip it, of the coin, eh? Well, it's, we're just waiting for it. He was the one player, everyone sort of straight to the top of your head. Yeah, Cook, he's going to be the one to kill it. You say it's it, a bounce-back factor. <laughs> no, not so much bounce-back factor. I just, just want him to get out of dummy half and attack a little bit more. He could score well to open the year against some pretty tough opposition, even though the attacking stats won't get there. Defensively, he will rack up some, and I can't see him not playing 80 either. Hey, Corpse, can I sell you on him a little bit? Because I know that you're leaning a little bit towards Harry Grant, and I'll just give you... I am too. That's, I'll give that's you mine. for both of you. I reckon I could sell you, and you're both going to pick Cook after what I tell you. We'll go. All right, so I project Damian Cook at 60, fair? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd say 60. I'm going to project Harry Grant at 65. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And you're, still, and you're trying to sell me Cook. Yeah. Fill me in. I'll fill you in. <laughs> All right, so there is 12 games before Origin. Grant misses the first game. All right, so if he's a five-point better player, he's going to have to play every game just to tie Damien Cook leading into the bye. So yeah, you, but you're not going to have no player in your hooker or hook position. You're still going to have a backup there who's going to score at least 40 points. So there's only, you're only losing 20 points that first game. But what I'm saying, you're then relying on Grant playing every single game when he didn't – I don't even think he played 12 games last year. Yeah, but look at Tigers. He played 80 minutes every game. But wouldn't you rather take – the points from Cook because then even though you're replacing Grant, one of your players on the bench is probably going to have a very low number. So wouldn't you rather just take Cook and then you can even downgrade him at some stage seeing that we've got even more trades. It it is tough and the thing that does help is in 2020, he scored 100 twice. He obviously had a slow start in 2020, but maybe it is the return of the old Cook. What's his age? How, how old is he now? Is he, is he getting to that age where he's, he can't win the beach sprinting competition? Or what? Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you just wanted to add that. But <laughs> there is a narrative going out there that with Adam Reynolds leaving that he has to step up. Like, I don't believe I like that. that at, I, I don't believe that at all. What, what's he going to do? Well, like, he could do the Cameron, the, the Cameron Smith, you know. Like, he could become that sort of – you know, Reid Marnie tried to do it and bring but the kick in game. He, if he tries that, wouldn't Cody Walker be affected, like, heavily? No, not he's not going to do it all the time, you know. Like Cody can still do it. He, Cody can still be Cody. Yeah, just I, just think, sort of, I think that narrative is not that great. Uh, sorry, Corbs, you want to say something? Yeah, my rebuttal to that, and I'm still juggling these two mm. because they're the clear hookers for me. Marnie mm. probably up there as well. Seventy k cheaper for Grant, and you're betting on an injury. And I, I did that last year with Turbo, and I said I'm not doing it this year on good players, and mm. Having not picking them because I think they might get an injury. 
I think you hit it right there. That's the decider. I think the seventy k cheaper. That seventy k you can spend elsewhere. You might rack up the same amount of points that you lose by having Cook instead of Harry Grant. You know what I mean? Like you, you can spend it elsewhere. Like instead of getting a Will Penasini or a, or a young center, you can get a, the maths aren't there. I've got something on, but you still got seventy k extra. Fine, <laughs> I'll take Harry Grant in my second team. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we're talking about Katie Walker. We're both very big on him, Andy. Yeah, mate. Well, these last five-game average was 65. He blew it out of the water. Yep. Yeah. He, he averaged 2.3 tackle breaks a game. So let's just say, what's it, minus one per tackle break. Let's just say minus five. He's still averaging 60 average. Yeah. And that's he's priced at 48.5 fantasy points. So he's and actually he someone... He doesn't kick either. Yeah, and, and I'm someone... He's someone who I'm actually trying to see how I can fit him in my team. It's just tough when you've got Cleary and you've got not much cash to yeah. spend. But, man, like he's looking good. Like like I said, the whole thing about Reynolds leaving, Cody will – I think Cody will go off. Yeah. yeah it's just hard. To, it's hard to fit him in your team because of that price. Well, we saw a couple of games, I think around 25, and then one of the finals games when Reynolds couldn't kick at all. And Cody brought his kicking game right up. And he's not the greatest, but he's, he's a pretty good kicker. He averaged, between rounds 22 and 24, he averaged 251 kick metres, which is pretty much a career high. So he does have the ability to up it when the team needs it. And I think next year they're going to need him to just up it a little bit. So when you think about, usually he's only averaging around that 100 kick metres, add a few little points, even with the new scoring. Like like you said, I think him being a 50-55 player, he really does have the potential to hit out a 60. Mm. And you think about how much they need him next year. What I love about this guy, everything revolves around him. Yeah, he loves the ball, <laughs> loves getting dirty. He loves taking those runs to the line. Yeah, oh. but he doesn't He doesn't shoot away from it. Like, Do you think that maybe the fact he didn't get picked for Origin, he's sort of like, I've got to step it up, it might be another sort of factor for him to sort of go big? I just think well. the way he plays isn't suited to Origin. I just think he's a great NRL. It's similar to Cliff Lyons. Cliff Lyons wasn't a great origin player either, and he just dominated at NRL level because of the amount of time that he had. He just seems at another level, Cody Walker. I really like your call, especially if you're going without clearing. You could do worse than getting Cody Walker and like a Nico or maybe a Jack White. If you go on turbo, you know, like you need some halves, chuck Cody in there. Jeez, that's... No, that's not bad. I like the call, mate. I don't think we can fit both with Cleary, like you nah, said. Nah, it's too hard. But if you're going to go away from the Cleary route, I think it's a really good area to explore, boys. All right, let's go some duds. There's not too many. No, 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 no. Now, Corbs, before we go to duds, do you want to maybe just chime in on... Like, we don't really consider Cam Murray a dud, but we may as well give out a little bit of warning before we actually hit our duds, right? Yeah, Cam Murray, we talked about him... Just before, because like no one's mentioned him. Obviously, he's a gun, but you brought up the point. He's lost his jewel. He's priced about where he is. I don't see him improving on that. Yeah, and he's he's hitting the sixty average. I think he was priced at fifty seven point six, which yep. I would say is fifty eight, and Andy would say is fifty seven. <laughs> he doesn't round up. Mate, <laughs> but with <laughs> but it like if you're hitting that sixty. You're sort of picking him for that captaincy VC, and I think there's others that can score bigger than him. Yep. So therefore, you then want to pick someone around his price for their value, and he's not going to provide any of that at the start of the year. So therefore, I just don't think he's going to start in your round one. He is a gun, very good player, and he may find his way into your side later on, mm. but at the moment 100%. and for round one, 
I'd say he's a no. Yeah, especially with that shoulder, Rico, too. He might be short. Oh, yeah, that's the other one. Yeah, he might be short on a few minutes as well. So I think you'd get him, like Corby said, it's all about timing. And I think he'll be a post-origin pickup, but just at the right price. So that's a really good call, Cobbs. Now, Corby, to your actual duds, Jacob Host, like, this guy's been talked about at Fantasy Relevant for like eight years now. Like, he must be going on 40 years old. He's that old. (laughs) But 392K, he's always, like, got that price that tries to tempt you in a break-even with 31. But... Yeah, he's just not there, is he? Hosty had two roles last year, the 70-minute second rower where he averaged 37 or he come off the bench as a dual edge mid for an average 52 minutes where he scored fantasy 27 points average. If you look at the last few games, apart from their reserve grade side against the Dragons around 25, Host was fourth in line, yeah, behind Kola, Matangi, Sua and Arrow. Now, they've lost Sua. I still see Arrow getting the, um, the right edge before Host, and I see Host just continue off the bench. Mm. No, I totally agree. I think we all get, just always see him there at that price and just get tempted in, but I'm with you. Now, Andy, Mark Nichols, my mate, and good congratulations he signed with the Dolphins, but I think it's one of those things where at his price and break even, he just doesn't get enough minutes because he actually does a lot of work, though. He does. He's very busy. Um, he's actually the best Mark in the NRL. <laughs> But unfortunately, he's also the worst because he's the only mark in the NRL. So is it really the only mark? He's the only the mark. Yeah, that's it. So yeah, he's he's got he's got the unif- the handy bringing in the maybe stats. Some, some unicorn points there, but nah, he's only cracked over fifty minutes three times last year. Yeah. I don't see that. I don't see that improving. Um, he's a he, mate. He gets down and dirty. Does his job, but yeah, I just don't think he's that sort of player to get fifty plus minutes a lot, and that's where he needs his, his minutes to score some points. Yeah. So Top at four seventy six k, it's a very awkward price to pick him up too. So there's definitely value elsewhere. Top fella, he's going to be on the show in February as well. Give us a little. My, my mate looks exactly like him, and tell you what, Mark, you are punching, but tell you what, you're a good bloke. So oh, I think you're both lucky, <laughs> you and your partner. Well done. Now, boys, my one's Keon Colomatung. You're very similar to Ken Murray. They both lost their jewels. The NRL fantasy gods have not been nice to these guys. And I think a good season last year of 600, uh, sorry, an average of 50, really did not help him. Another guy that did really well after Origin, though, he had an average of 57. So he's no longer a rookie. I just think there's better value in that position that he plays with his edge. So probably just a little bit of an avoid there. Now, let's move on to Cashies, boys. Yeah, I think, Corbs, this is a bit of a no-brainer. Lachlan, Ilias, I think pretty much anyone with a top team will have this guy. Yeah, the source cupboard from TK was a good one here. And if you haven't got him in your team, he's a shoe-in. 45 average was his average in Reggie's. Yeah. So he's, I've got him predicted to make about 300K. Jeez, that's juicy coin. Absolutely. Ooh, Comes a good, like, really good stock. Like, my mate coached him in flag. <laughs> Comes with really big raps in terms of his ability to control a game and his kicking Pedigree well. even? Or? <laughs> I don't know if he's his family. It'll be interesting to see what Ilias actually is as a surname. Is that maybe a Lebanese? Maybe they'll, sort of, maybe they'll come back and go, is it 100% Ilias or someone's going to come back? No, nah, it's Elias, mate. Jesus. Get right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's very intriguing, it, Ilias. I think it is a Lebanese name. Yeah, it'd be great. Yeah, from my, gone from my roots in South Granville. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he's got a little bit of corpse. He's got some like stats to replace when you think – Reynolds, even though we think Cody's going to kick a little bit more, when you think Reynolds had 303 kick metres, 63 run metres, didn't have many try assists, but there's still a little bit of stats there for him to, like you said, make a little bit of money for us and we can convert him to someone else later in the season. 
Yeah, even if he's hitting the 40 average, he's still making you good coin. And the talk from that interview with Demetrio was just saying he's an out-and-out half. He, he's, they need him to be that kicker because Cody Walker is just that instinct player. As much as he's good kicking in general play, Ilias apparently has a pretty good kicking game mm. and yeah, very, very much like the Adam Reynolds style of player. So it'll suit the Rabbitohs perfectly. 32% owned, boys. I, I, I've got here 33.5. So it might have gone up. <laughs> Andy with his 33.5. I honestly think, I reckon, come TLT, if he's in the seven, surely he has to be owned by 50 plus. That's, he might go the highest of all time. He I'd, might go well, yeah, 90. I'd say so. 300k for a starting number seven, That's you've got to chuck him in your team. It's silly if you don't. Yeah, let's get some more other value about Andy. David Maol, I think his name is. Mawali. Mawali. Yeah, he say. debuted in the last round against the Dragons. Very highly rated local junior. 220k, so... Hopefully he can break through, but what do you know about him? Yeah, so I don't think I don't know if he's going to crack the tank and show up for bat, but he's definitely one to keep an eye on, especially for two twenty k. If you sort of if you stacked your team full of gun players and you're, you're trying to burn some cash and you, you've got you've only got two hundred twenty k left, you're like, oh, let's just pick somebody who might actually crack it. So this guy could do it. You know, he had forty six minutes last his last game, uh, sixty one run meters with a perfect twenty eight tackles, not zero missed. So he's got the he's got the credentials and the pedigree. So I think. I think if Mowali can get on the bench at all, I think he's a good price. So uh, we'll wait and see your team this Tuesday, though. So don't yeah, – we'll see. It's a sort of just wait and see, but he could become good. He's one from the watch list. Andy, how come your love interest, Liam Knight, hasn't made the, the list? Just a story, ladies and gentlemen, when we were at the Gallon <laughs> fight. So Liam Knight and Andy must have spent about an hour together just chatting at the bar, drinking, laughing <laughs> – Exchanging phone numbers. Mate, he, he, we're gonna get, I want to get him on. So we'll, we'll get him on. I've got a great idea for a, for a, like a 10, 15-minute pod on a Friday. It's called the Friday Thought. It's just a bit of pub ammo. You know, just talk, getting some footy players on, talking some shit. We'll see. We'll see if it, if it comes to fruition. But <laughs> It'll be yeah. Liam Knight mate, every single Friday. Could you imagine the Liam Knight having a good of a, a bit of pub ammo? He's a character, mate. He's a great character. So, yeah, we'll get him on. But, yeah, mm. he's he's my love interest. But Cam Murray is probably my number one. He's, he was always has been, always will be my love interest. For sure. And I'll stick on you because you've got Alex Johnson, man. Yeah, I think he's priced at uh, 39 fantasy points. So that's not too bad for Alex Johnson. But if people are looking at him and looking at his last sort of couple of games, it's very, very inflated. <laughs> he actually scored 18 tries in his last eight games. That's crazy. So, like, I know you say Reynolds isn't really a, a try assist kind of guy, but he still gets you to the position where you can actually score tries. So, I don't see him keeping that up. That's <laughs> absolutely impossible. <laughs> Man, that's that's more than two tries. I'm sorry, it's more than two tries a game. That's like, huge. that's unbelievable. So, if you're looking for Johnson to do that, and the fact that. Um, they're, they're saying what Blake Taft might go fullback and Johnson might go there. It'll only be for two games. So, because um, another stat, first 10 games last year, he averaged 30 fantasy points. Okay. So, he's not getting 39 fantasy points and he's a risky play. For 519k, I'd much rather go a, uh, either a, a William Kennedy for 499 or a um, the hammer for four seven. Yeah. So yeah. especially early on in the season, no Latrell and then yep. a new halfback and that, in and there. that hard run they've got the start. So yeah, yeah he's he's uh, an avoid for me. Big time now, Corbs. We've got Blake Taff. You know he comes in cheap. He looks in, he looks you know three hundred and thirty k and a twenty seven break even. On paper it looks good, but we both know he's just holding that spot for Latrell, right? 
Yeah, correct. His average at fullback was 27 for his three games when he's priced about that with the new rules. Mm. So, yeah, he is cheap, but he's not going to hold that position past round three. Do you see him maybe playing that 14 jersey? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think he has to be in the 17 somewhere. But well, if, if not him, who else? The, I don't think there's anyone else, is there? To play no. 14? Maybe well, the... Just, uh, he seems like a perfect utility. I hope he doesn't take any points off Cook after I've talked him up. <laughs> I, yeah, so he and he had an average of 10 in his two games off the bench. So if he did make you any money in the two games, you can't imagine he's got, like, again, look at that from round two, three, and four. He's probably going to go backwards again by the time you come round five. Yeah, he re- yeah. when you think in the finals, he had scores of 30, 49, and then 25 in the grand final starting. Well, is it, it's he reminds me of that storm. kid. Who's that kid that played in Newcastle for... Bailey Hodgson. <laughs> no, <laughs> the other guy. Oh, he played fullback. Tex Hoy. Tex Hoy. Po- remember oh, the, remember yeah. the strategy last year when we thought Tex... Like yeah, Ponga we'd be was picking him up this round, sell him for three. Yeah. <laughs> Remember the trouble we got into thinking that this guy oh, was going to hit 50s just before and just sell him just before. <laughs> that, was, that was ridiculous. Oh, it, was a good, it was a good little narrative. But just didn't it was a out. massive narrative, but it's a learning point, I think. And I think for Blake Taff, don't waste the trade because I don't think he's that fantasy relevant. Even in New South Wales Cups, that's Corbs. I've got him down for four games for zero tries, only two tries for an average of 24 fantasy points. So... Yeah, I'd just avoid him. Yeah. No, I agree. Especially, look, TLT, if he's not even there, if he's 14, I think he'll go from, what's he own now? He's like, uh, Taff is 23% of people That's have him lot, in their man. team. So he'll be fullback. He'll be fullback for those first two games. Yeah, for sure he will be. And yeah. that's why people will pick him, but no, don't. But, it, but it could be. It could be Johnson. You never know. They, they, might, they might put the... Uh... Do the Texoy strategy. Texoy. <laughs> Do it. Do it, guys. Do it. <laughs> All right, draft time, boys. We know who we want to talk about. We want to talk about the Cookies and the Trells and Cody of the World. We've given a, enough spill. Let's talk about where we're going to pick them, Andy. Why don't you go first? Yeah, I think Cook's going round one for sure. It's whether he goes fourth pick or fifth pick. So for me, it's Cleary, Turbo, uh, Grant, Cook, McInnes. That's that's my sort of first five. Yeah, well, you've got the first draft. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> you riffraff five. This is probably more for us. Do you think he would fall to us at seven or eight? He could. Who, yeah, who? The, you didn't chuck Hass in there. Hass is scoring a butt like Cook's around the 60 average. Yeah. yeah you've but got Hass up there. There's not many good scoring hookers. You, you can't, yeah, no, that's the big one. Yeah, yeah, no, I that's think the thing. Because there's those three top hookers, then a drop. Smith's probably that in between period. I oh, see. Yeah. I see your game plan, Corbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has everyone, everyone in our <laughs> drive has. Oh, I, I'd take either either, but Cook has to be round one for yeah. sure. Yeah, Top where 10. he goes in that round one, I don't know. For Patrell sure, Patrell would be a bit more of a value pick. Mm. Proper preseason, third year at fullback. We sort of touched on these things. Surely a bit of drive after his finish in twenty twenty one, and missing out on, I reckon, helping the bunnies win the GF. Here we go, round, round two. Big game player. Yeah, that's round a, two. That's a big yeah. one. Yeah, round or, two or three. Imagine yeah, you could pick him in. If you could pick him in three, you oh, are doing gee, well. You've, you've just yeah, won. mate, if you got him three, you'd be laughing. Well, that's you, Andy, because you'll start round three. You could go, Ooh, you could go clear shit. into Latrell. Jeez, if, that, if I do that, it's it's a double a double up on the cup. 
You could go. <laughs> you could go Cleary into Latrell into Cody. Stop it! I'm getting a hard on just thinking. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll remind you again. No one who has had first pick has ever won it. Yeah, but you've no one has had the track record that I've had in draft. Half comps. Hey, never been uh, third. Always first or second every year, mate. Bring it on, Let's boys. Go. This guy wasn't <laughs> on the list, but. Cody, like I just suggested him oh, in round yeah. three. He's a, he's a third round pick, isn't I he? I think he is as well. We, we did touch on him earlier and those stats, the fact that he's priced at 48.5 fantasy points, I think he might go under the radar, you know, and people might go, oh, I might pick someone else. But that just sounds good for, for, for me. You know, I'll pick up a Cody Walker and have him in half. And, mate, like you said, he's, he's – last go, last five game average, 65 fantasy points. That's killer. Yeah, for sure. You've got to have that peak. That peak time. You want these guys. You want these South guys that peak at the end of the year for sure. And what, and what about Cam Murray? Where would you put him? Mm. Pick two. Oh, I'd go punt, pick two. I think. Well, well we say seven fifty k. Like he's going to score you fifty seven plus guaranteed yeah. in the mid. That's the thing with draft right now. You don't need him at the start of the season. You need him peaking at that end, and that's when yeah. Cam Murray's going to bring you the big, big after guns. Origin. Yeah, man. Yeah, true. Oh, yeah, look, I'll tell you what, there's a lot of uh, Bunnies players that would be picked up in draft pretty early. Of got to kill a oh, team. Well, those four have to be gone by the Before end of round three. Easy. Easily, yeah. Of course, what about Michael Chickham? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he stays in the free agency, I'm pretty sure. He I don't think he gets get a draft pick. He's getting no salary from, from the uh, NFL draft. No, they've got a plenty of relevant there, boys. Oh, but I'm going to give us a tick. Well, I don't give him. I'm going to play a Titan song otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> I've learnt my lesson. Can we, can we go? Uh, <laughs> nah, so we'll let it go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, please join the Talking League Fantasy Comp. That is out now. Just go to the show notes or head over to the social medias, and that's on there now. Sunday or Saturday, depending on what week it is, we've got our new show as well around the traps. So all the different NRL fantasy news from the week. But, boys, good show. That was lovely. Yeah, I loved, loved them. Let's play the team song. Corby, we'll check you. It is one of the best songs, isn't it? It's good. See you, team.